Yo, what's up? How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm Hannah, and this podcast is my lifetime documentation of the journey that God has chosen for me to travel. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? I hope everybody having a great day. As you heard in the intro, this is the Grace to Grow podcast, and I'm Hannah, and welcome back, or welcome for the first time for some of you who may be listening for the first time. Um, today's podcast is going to be quite chaotic, maybe, or it could not be chaotic. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see as we go along. Um, it's very interesting because recently I've been feeling a lot of chaotic energy. I feel like it's because I'm boiling up. I'm getting ready, accelerating, if you will, into this next season of life starting Tuesday and I feel like my body is tired of being potential energy like tired of being you know how potential energy is like all the energy that's just stored up it's just sitting there it's ready to be kinetic energy it's ready to be movement if you know what I'm saying if you get where I'm going um and so I'm starting to sense yeah I'm starting to sense myself being a little bit a little bit all over the place um recently but however still very much in the right place like I'm all over the place but I'm still in the right place and if that makes sense okay anywho I'm not making any sense let me go ahead and go in into what today's is gonna be um (laughs) oh my goodness okay so today's podcast is going to be an updates podcast I'm going to be updating you guys on everything that's going on, kind of fleshing out a couple of things that have recently been happening. And then I'm also going to, toward the end of the podcast, or the second half of the podcast rather, do a video commentary on a couple of videos that I really, really loved that I wanted to mention um, and that I also have linked all in the description below. So in order to begin my updates, first of all, I wanna shout out to God. Thank you, Lord. Um, I feel like as far as a spiritual update, my relationship with God, we're growing, we're growing, we're not, I'm not necessarily being fully obedient or fully where I want to be, but I can say we're growing. And of course, everything is developmental. Some things are personal decisions. Like sometimes I just personally decide to disobey God. And sometimes it's just a developmental thing where I just am like at the ability level of not being able to fully obey God. So it's it's a give and a take every now and then. Uh, But, you know, other than that, I mean, I feel like God and I are growing and I well God's not growing he he stays the same he's already been he's already where he needs to be I'm growing though and I feel like um that's really great um some emotional updates I am feeling a quite quite a bit uh, like a, a, a tug and a I'm pulling a I'm trying to talk too fast. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. What's the rush, Hannah? What's the rush? What's the rush? Whew. Okay. I'm feeling a push and a tug because emotionally I'm feeling like at first I was feeling this strong commitment to emotional well-being, this strong commitment to like 
truly guarding my heart and guarding the hearts of others. And then recently, I don't know what hit me, but it's just been a wave of like emotional attachment. It's been a wave of like wanting to attach myself to someone, wanting to be with someone, wanting to be like, oh, this is like, you know, like wanting to have a relationship. Oh my goodness. Like it hit me out of nowhere because for a little bit, like for a couple of days, I was like really, really like solid in the fact I was like, yo, I'm committed to this singleness journey. Like I was ready for it. I was like, God, whatever you have coming, like throw it at me because I'm ready for it. Like I'm ready to be a vessel to show a different route, you know? And I just, I was ready for it. I was excited. I was telling my friend Faith about it and we were just chatting and I felt this pure excitement and this pure peace on this like singleness journey, like this journey into like what it looks like to truly be a Christian single. And that doesn't mean that you are lacking. It means you are right where God wants you to be. Like I was excited for it. I was telling Kamara about it. Da, 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 da. And then out of nowhere, these waves of just sadness and longing. And I've been thinking about people from the past and missing them. And I've been seeing people in the present and being like, Oh, like attaching myself to them, lusting after them. And then I've been thinking about the future and being like, oh my gosh, I wonder. Like, I was like, whoa, what is this mindset? What is this mindset? What is that? What is that? You know, <laughs> you know that one credit be me? What is that? That's what I've, I've been asking myself recently. And I haven't quite come to find the answer yet, but that is an update of where I am emotionally right now. Where I am mentally, I feel like my mind is a little bit tired because I'm doing a lot more um, cognitive thinking than I have been doing in a little while, especially since a lot of the tasks that I have to do involve me to give my all to it. Um, and so my mind has kind of just been a little bit like my like mentally I've been a little bit like scatterbrained because I feel like there's so many categories that are demanding of my time and energy right now so not only do I have like my friendships and my family but then I also have all of these things with the apartment and it's like these it's the little things that really make you like oh my gosh like that's still a thing it's still an issue it's still a problem going on and then you still have like I still you know on top of that have like school and um on top of that, like not just school, like when I say school, that's a big, broad category, but that really encompasses a lot of different areas that require my time and energy. So for school, it's not just the academic coursework, but then it's also the other added layers of being in my program, things such as taking certain exams, which I just found out today or yesterday that the exam that I took this summer was not the only exam that I needed to get my certification. So technically I'm not a certified teacher yet. And I went around telling everyone I was a certified teacher because I took that one exam because I thought that was the only exam we had to take when really there was another exam we had to take and I didn't even know it. And both of them we had to submit. So it's like not just the coursework, but then it's also these other things and these other components that have to match with whatever I'm doing academically. And so all of that lumped into the category of school. Then on top of that, we have 
you know, like kind of just time and energy be being put into wanting to enjoy myself. So wanting to find clubs and seek things that I can um, be a part of and organizations that I can be a part of and their activities and things of that sort. So it's a lot of stuff kind of demanding my mentality and especially being an adult now, you have to make every decision for yourself. And, you know, it's not even like, like even with all the other things, still things like cooking, like all of that stuff like that. Like it's just sometimes it can feel a little bit draining when it's all on you to do what you need to do, you know? And um, I know it's not all fully on me. Like I get that because like, like I live in an apartment with like three other girls. So like, you know, they have the certain things that are attached to apartment problems is not just my problem to fix. It's all of ours to fix, but it just gets a little bit draining. And then also trying to like, schedule things with friends and schedule things with roommates and everyone's got different schedules so then trying to do that also my family like trying to call them and schedule things with them. it's just like it feels like a lot sometimes to juggle um and I'm excited <laughs> I'm excited to see where this goes part of me is a little bit nervous but part of me is also um excited for this journey um so that's how I am doing mentally I'm feeling a little bit scatterbrained right now with different things that are kind of pulling and tugging on me. Some things are tugging lightly. Some things are tugging really hard. But, you know, overall, it feels like a lot to, to juggle. But I'm getting there. And that's that's what I'm depending on God for. I forgot to mention this when I was talking about how I'm doing emotionally. But also emotionally, I'm feeling very, like, hyper-emotional. Like, I'm feeling, excuse me, all of these feelings that I haven't really processed through. I think I'm feeling the... Uh, slight sadness of moving away from home but also the excitement of being in a place that I've missed so much like I didn't realize how much I really missed USF and being on campus and all of the activities and I didn't realize how much I really missed that environment and so I really do I'm like excited to be away from home not to be away from home but I'm excited to be here but then I'm also saddened to be away from home so far away from home it was like two hours um, which for some people that's really short because some people have even a longer drive. So, but for me, it feels like a long drive because it's not like a 30 minute drive where I could just head back home for the weekend or something. Um, I really have to make like a trip out of it. Um, and so, yeah, anywho, um, but it is that like slight push and pull of like, I'm ready and I want to leave, but then I'm also saddened to leave. Um, because there's so many big and exciting things going on in the lives of my siblings that I want to be a part of. You know, and so sometimes it's a little bit, you get a little bit of like a, um, what is it called? It's not a FOMO. Like, I'm not afraid of missing out. It's just sad that I couldn't be there, like, to celebrate that with them or to do that thing with them. But I've done that with them for how many years now? Like 15. So <laughs> uh, hope I hope that's, that's enough. No, it's not enough. But you get what I mean, though. Like, <clears throat> anywho. Um, so that's how I'm doing emotionally and mentally and <sighs> I already did spiritually. Physically, how am I doing? I'm doing fine physically. I feel like my body is very tired. I'm frequently like wanting to nod off, but then not being able to go to sleep. So I've been finding that that's a little bit of a, of a doozy to deal with recently. Um, also recently I've been feeling very like, um, self-aware of my body and I feel like my self-concept of my body is not where I want it to be I've recently been thinking like just of how I feel like I'm so big 
you know, like I just, and it's like one of those things that's so weird because I like, I'm a little bit chunky, but I'm not like overweight or like anything like that, but I just feel big and I feel like, dang, I wish I was like back to the skinny version of me when I was skinnier in high school and all that stuff like that. And I don't really like that because I feel like when I think those thoughts, it can easily become self-deprecating instead of being, um, instead of it being like, oh, I want to go back. I want to have that same type of healthiness, that same type of fitness. Let me put in some work to do that, you know, because like if I look back at my old self and I say, I want to go back to that, I really don't because my old self was toxic. My old self was like dangerous relationally like I did not I did not do well in relationships I was not thriving in my relationships and I was not content with being by myself and so like I just I wouldn't want to go back but every now and then I do think that because my self-concept of my physical body is like oh my gosh I'm I really do be thinking these thoughts of like oh my gosh I'm fat like I, I do and I don't like that because I don't like talking negatively about myself and so I'm trying to work through that but that's just real life that's where I am right now at a place where I'm saying I don't really like my body and every now and then you just get in one of those places and that's okay like you're eventually going to hopefully come out of that place of no longer liking your body and not that I don't like it it's just I don't like it in this state Um, and it reminds me of like my hair, like for the longest time I hated my hair because I was like, my hair never did what I wanted it to do. It never like, and I feel like all black girls go through this struggle because we don't have the typical hair that like people who are Hispanic or Latino or people who are white or Asian have, like they can kind of just get up and go, you know? Whereas a lot of times with people with uh, black girls have like this kind of struggle with their self-concept regarding their hair because it can be difficult to manage at times when you're managing it the way that everyone else is managing their hair and so yeah I for the longest time hated my hair but now it's like I love my hair like I look at my hair and I'm like I love this and I keep it in braids only because I just don't want to do it every day but I actually genuinely love my hair and I think my hair is healthy and strong and I appreciate um how my hair has grown but I feel like that's the same thing with my body like I'm in a state right now where I don't really like my body um my self-concept of my body is not very high my self is not that my self-esteem is low but my self-esteem regarding my body like its physical features is kind of low right now on the lower spectrum and just there's going to come a point in time where I'm going to grow get older and either get healthier or not get healthier but hopefully I'll get healthier and um, as I get healthier my self-concept will improve I think Um, and yeah Um, and I have put in some things like already that I'm going to do in order to help myself not just be healthier um, and more fit but also to relieve stress and things of that sort like I'm planning on joining group fitness so that way that can be something that I can do to help me kind of ease the stress of um, the internship and school and all that stuff like that but then also motivating me to go because I feel like I am a person who's very motivated by social interaction so if I know that people are looking for me to be there or if I know that I'm going to interact with people when I get there then I'm definitely more motivated to go to the gym. Um, And so I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be so cool because actually on the two days that I was considering, Thursday and Friday, considering going to group fitness, they have boxing on that day, on those those days. And I am so happy because I really wanted to like 
learn how to box and like actually start doing that I feel like that would be such a stress reliever like I just want to punch something and every now and then I get this like energy welling up right in my shoulders chest and like upper body where I just feel like I want to just punch something and like I can't wait to do that like I can't wait to punch something (laughs) I can't I can't wait for it um but yeah okay so that's pretty much all the updates um oh relationally relational updates um I'm doing really great in my relationships I think one thing that I'm really struggling with right now is being in this in-between period where I don't really have anything to do and yet I have a lot of things to do and so I have a lot of things to do which means that my schedule doesn't really match up with a lot of other people's schedules or my daily like tasks don't really match up with a lot of other people's daily tasks and so like I'll have to go do those things independently and then I'll come back to my apartment or come back home and I'll be like looking for like someone to hang out with like you know a friend either that I know or one of my roommates and it's like everyone else is doing something else too and so it just is like a misalignment type of thing and so right now I'm just learning how to have to be content with being alone like not it's not that I have difficulty with being alone though that's the thing I have difficulty with being bored (laughs) because I am a person who likes to be constantly entertained and I think that's the real problem because if I have to do stuff alone I have no problem with it like I went to the USF Botanical Gardens today all by myself and I had no problem walking around enjoying myself I talked to a couple of people but they didn't it wasn't like we all did stuff together like I just was like oh hi I was just like doing small talk conversation and that was it and then you know I was walking around I was sitting I was doing all that stuff like that I went to um go do some like homework or not really homework but just kind of prep work for this week I did some of that and I I was by myself like I do a lot of stuff by myself and I have no problem with it I will sit here I actually colored today I did I've been doing coloring a lot recently because I'm quite enjoying it but I colored today I colored yesterday like I do a lot of stuff by myself it's just I get very bored with just sitting there not doing anything but I need to remember that that is what I need to do I need to be still sometimes and not always be constantly looking for the next thing for the next thing for the next thing because I'll wear myself out that way so I think God is reminding me to leave that buffer like if you have nothing to do and there's no one there like why go search for something to do when you could just chill out and be still and just enjoy God's presence and I think sometimes I forget about that so yeah that's something else um but I think those are all of the things that need to be covered um as far as updates um I also have a list on my phone that I was looking at dang I've been going for 18 minutes already I haven't even gotten to the video commentary oh whoops okay so the other updates that I had was just on my apartment we got bugs y'all and it's getting mad annoying because every time I have to fly every time I have to swat a little fly or a little gnat or a little flea I don't even know what they are out of my face I'm literally like heated I'm boiled y'all I'm tight because I'm like I I don't want to do that and especially since I grew up in a house where we didn't really have a bug problem like we didn't have cockroaches running around we didn't have flies all up in the house you know what I mean so having to deal with that every five seconds is very taxing for me uh, like to be honest like to have to constantly be thinking about 
this bug is biting me i need to kill it or i need to spray this you know what like, it's a lot to think about y'all and i'm just like not here for it but that's the, what we have to currently deal with is one day i'm not gonna have to deal with that and i'm going to this is um like my <laughs> like my friend katiana said she said this is normal this is common to what a lot of people experience but she said it's also humble beginnings and i said you're right it is humble beginnings um so yeah that's interesting i'm starting school next week as you guys know i'm not starting school on monday monday is my sabbath so i'm probably gonna go find somewhere i went to the park yesterday um with the navigators um and their park that that they go to here in in tampa so fun oh my goodness they had the best playground i mean they didn't have any like regular swings but they had these little like weird looking swings and it was so fun me and MJ were swinging on it, which, by the way, I really appreciate that MJ is also a person who enjoys playing on playgrounds. Because when I mentioned that I wanted to go on the swings, she was like, let's do it. And I was so down for the fact that I told her I was she was like she told me that she comes there frequently just to like, you know, be by herself and stuff like that. I said, girl, if you ever want to just go to the playground and play like I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to just go to the playground because I love playgrounds. Um, but, yeah, it was a fun event um, and all that stuff like that. But. So I'm starting school. So I might do I might go there on Monday um, or I might go to like the USF Botanical Gardens on Monday or I might just stay here. I probably won't stay in my apartment all day because sometimes it can get a little bit of like, what's the word? You just want to leave like you just kind of like, ooh, uh, ooh I don't want to look at my walls anymore, you know, <laughs> so I probably will find somewhere to go. But. I might even go into like a Starbucks or something. I've done some devotions in, in Starbucks before and I've quite enjoyed it. So I might do that where I, you know, go buy a little drink and sit there and kind of just do some some Bible study and some time with God. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing on Monday. But Tuesday is when I actually begin classes. So Tuesday I will be starting my first class and then um, I have I think I have a second class on Tuesday as well. Um, Wednesday, I only have one class and then Thursday I have, um, my internship Friday, I have my internship. So that's going to be very exciting. I can't wait to go, uh, see, um, my CT and all the kids and all that stuff like that. Like, that's probably the thing I'm the most excited about is actually like being in the field again, but this time for two days. So I'm excited for that. Okay. And then the other update that I had to say was y'all prayer really works. Because Kamari and I were praying, praying today just over the semester. We were praying over some of our concerns, over some of our prayer requests, especially regarding like COVID and regarding community and, and how we want to foster that in this semester and everything like that. And that was just so powerful. And I felt so alleviated after praying with her. Like I felt like a weight had been lift, lifted up off my shoulders because it just feels good to pray and have someone else praying and like praying for you, but praying with you as well. You know, like we were praying together and for each other. And I just really appreciated that. Um, okay. That's all the updates that I have. If I think of any more updates, I'll definitely let y'all know. Oh, I got a plant today too. Um, that was really cute. It's a really cute plant. I hope it survives well. It's supposed to be kind of an indoor plant, but it also might do well outside. So I put it outside because I wasn't sure, especially with our bug problem. I don't want that to become, you know, a habitat. Nope. That is not a habitat for the bugs. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, but yeah. Also, I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, I'm just going to give some other updates just because I want to save these because this is what's on my mind right now. But 
I have to do laundry. There's a big basket of laundry sitting on my bed right now. It just has to be folded, so nothing to it but a chicken wing. Um, and I have to unpack my backpack. I also have to put pins in my backpack because I was trying to do work earlier today and I didn't have a pin and I had to ask someone for a pin. And I was like, Hannah, you silly goose, bring a pin next time. So I have to put some pins and some pencils in my backpack so that I don't go missing a pin. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I got for right now. My curtains still have to be hung up. They're just laying on the floor because they fell off the wall. <laughs> because we have drywall here. So I was trying. So my dad hung up the curtains and they lasted for a couple of days. But every time I opened it and closed it, opened it and closed it, opened it and closed it, it just loosened and loosened and loosened. Next thing you know, they just fell off the wall. So I had to get longer screws, but I don't have a screwdriver. I mean, I don't have a drill, so I can't screw it back in. I tried using a screwdriver, it didn't really work. But anywho, that's that. What can you do? Um, yeah, I think that's all the update. I'm just saying this because this is like stuff I've been meaning to get off my chest and I have not had the opportunity to do so. Um, I've been coloring a lot recently. I really like coloring. Sometimes I just grab my coloring utensils and <laughs> coloring utensils. What is going on with me today? <laughs> um, I'll grab my, <laughs> I just have to go with it now. I feel like I just have to go with coloring utensils. Now that I said it, it actually kind of makes sense because when you're eating, you use utensils to feed yourself. When you're coloring, you use utensils to color. Like utensils is just what you're using. The, the, the vessel, if you will, the mode in which you are going to accomplish the goal that you have. That's the utensil. So I was using my coloring utensils today and I was coloring. I've been coloring a lot recently. Like sometimes I feel like my brain is just like overloaded and sometimes I just want to color. Like I just get out my crayons and I get out some white sheets of paper and I just start coloring because it's fun. Okay. Um, onto the video commentary. I'm so excited for this. I have been waiting to do this. Wait, I'm going to hold that. Pause. Toop. Pause. <gasps> okay. Instead of doing video commentary, what I first want to do is do what I had. So I had another idea for another podcast. Like it was another podcast idea. And I was like, mm. I was thinking about that today. And I was like, since I'm going to be recording this video commentary podcast, I might as well just throw this in there because I feel like this is not enough sustenance for a whole podcast like by itself. And if it is, then I lied and I'll just do it anyway. But we'll see. I just want to throw this out there and see if if this if this can come to life. And maybe you guys will have some ideas that you can share with me that then will help me to further the ideas for this podcast. So basically, this one was going to be called Coach Jesus. And I didn't really know where I was going with Coach Jesus. Like, I just loved the phrase. Um, and so when the couple of things that I said that I really liked was number one, I wanted to get back to that fervency and commitment that I, oh, I remember what this was about. Okay. So I said, I wanted to get back to that fervency and commitment that I had before. Like that, when I first became a Christian, I just want to get back to that fervency and that commitment of like really wanting to be with God, really wanting to watch more sermons, da, 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 you know, and Karen's channel actually inspired me to watch more sermons again which I didn't realize how shut off from sermons I had been like I had really shut myself away from preachers um and I had not really listened to them a lot and so I didn't realize that until I saw Karen she would literally be like watching like sermons like 
like it was just a regular YouTube video. And for me, I don't really do that because I always feel like I have to be in it. Like I have to be detailed notes and all this stuff like that. And she was just watching it just to watch it. I'm like, maybe I need to do that because I'll be sitting over here bored sometimes. And instead of just watching something random that's not fulfilling, I can watch something that's wholesome and purposeful. And I don't really have to be like constantly like having to write notes or anything like that like it could just be something just fun so I just wanted to get back to that fervency and that commitment before and then I was watching this amen Alex video that Kamari sent me which I'll probably link if I can find it but he said in he he said the phrase coach Jesus in there and that was what really inspired me for this because I was like when he said coach Jesus something to me just clicked and I, I said, I feel like that's what Jesus is going to be doing for me for this upcoming season. Like I've been with Jesus as a friend. I've seen how he's how God is my father. And now I feel like it's time for me to see him as a coach. Like it's time for me to see him as someone who cares about me, but also someone who's pushing me, who's challenging me. And I really have an appreciation for a good coach like Coach Giles, my sister's coach, I love him. And he's not even my coach. Like, I just love how she always is talking about, like, phrases that he says or, like, little tidbits of, like, quotes that he be saying and everything like that. And, like, the way she just, like, admires him as a good coach who's really helping her grow in her basketball skills. I'm just like, yo, hats off to Coach Giles. And then also, um, I had a coach when I went to FSW, um, high school and like he actually made us call him coach but his name was mark farbotko yeah but we didn't call we just called him coach that was it and so i loved him though he was amazing he was one of my favorite teachers his class was my favorite class um besides mr vitale's class his class was my favorite class i absolutely loved like how he would be joking with people but then also be serious like you knew when you took it too far, but he was also very playful and like funny, but, but he always managed to balance like challenging us and also comforting us. And he knew how to challenge each and individual person because he knew for me, if he said, Hannah, like do this or do better, like he could talk, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And he wouldn't yell. He would just talk and be like, I know you could do better or like push it or like something like that while I'm working out. He knew that encouraged me and I would go harder. But for other people, he wouldn't do that because he knew that that didn't encourage them, that that didn't motivate them. And so I just think it's so interesting. I just I love a good coach. I love anyone who does their job well. I really do. Like when the maintenance guy came in and he knew exactly what to do for every problem we had. I was like, yo, I love you (laughs) because I just love people who do their job well. Um, And so coach is one of those people that I feel like he did his job well. Like he was such a passionate person about our health and he was always letting us know. He was like, it's not about you looking a certain way. It's not about you like um, being better than everyone else. It's about you being the best version of you that you can be. And I just I absolutely love I loved. The quotes he used to be saying, I actually really love even how attentive he was to all of us. Like he was so attentive to like each student, I feel like, because I remember there was a time. So there's this kid that I used to call my best friend all the time. His name was Juan. And he like I just called him best friend just because I just wanted to bug him. And so 
I like we I would always be like bothering him and like best friend oh my goodness I like that you know like all that stuff like that just being extra for no reason and um I remember one day like me and Juan had gotten like an argument or something like something had happened and like (laughs) normally I would sit with Juan like on the same side of the classroom but this time I had sat on a different side of the classroom because I was really trying to show him something I guess I don't know but um (laughs) but um apparently I was trying to like Apparently we had gotten in an argument or something like that. So I was sitting on the other side of the classroom and I remember like a, the day after like coach comes up to me, like as I'm walking to the cafeteria, he's walking to the staff lounge and we kind of just like, you know how like a perpendicular, you go like there's one point in the middle of like two perpendicular lines. That's what happened. Like I was walking to the cafeteria. He was walking horizontally. I was walking vertically. And then I don't know why I'm getting so specific. Like we just, <laughs> I ran into him. That was it. <laughs> and um, he was like, so he was like, are you, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm good. And he was like, how are you and Juan? Are you guys okay? And I was like, oh my God, not him, not him paying attention. <laughs> not him asking me how me and Juan do it. And I was like, no, we fine. We all right. We just got into an argument. Um, but yeah. And so coach is just one of those people. I always admired coach and I still admire him to this day. He's somebody I'm just like, I appreciate. I can't wait to see him at the 10 year reunion what is it a 10 year yeah 10 year high school reunion five year whatever years it is um I can't wait to see him because he's just such a such a great person and he was one of those people that like looks very tough and serious and he can be like he could be scary when he's serious but at the same time he's a teddy bear like he's just so lovable and he loves everyone and like yeah it's just really cool and I feel like that's how Jesus is like Jesus is a coach he is someone who is a great coach he is someone who knows how to challenge each person on an individual scale he knows that for some people verbal challenges is going to be better for them but he also knows for other people him being a model is going to be a challenge for them because coach would work out with us like he would legitimately work out with us and for some people, I feel like that might have encouraged them because they see him working out. They know what to do. They know how to do it. And so that maybe that's how Jesus coaches, too, is like some for some people, he may just model it and they follow his model. For other people, it may be different. I don't know all the ways that Jesus coaches people, but it's interesting to think about. If you guys have any other ways that you think Jesus coaches people, let me know. Sometimes he had to get firm with us sometimes because I remember there would be times where coach would have to set us straight because we would be acting a fool and he would have to set us straight. And I feel like that's what Jesus does, too. Sometimes like sometimes he just sets you straight and he's like, hey, yo, listen, that's not what I'm. Nope. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's just interesting to think about Jesus as a coach. And I feel like that's what Jesus is going to be for me this semester. I really don't know why. I mean, not why. I really don't know how like that's going to play out. But I just when I heard. When I heard Amen Alex say Coach Jesus, and then I thought about this concept of all the coaches I know and love, I just was like, I feel like that makes sense for this season. Like, I feel like this season, God is really going to be coaching me. And so, like I said, I have an incredible appreciation for coaches. I also love analyzing coaching techniques and seeing what works and what doesn't work, like seeing what motivates kids and what doesn't motivate them and seeing I just like seeing good coaches in action because I love seeing how they work and why they do what they do. And it would just be interesting to pick the brain of my favorite coaches one day and be like, so like interview them. That would be fun. Anywho, God is the ultimate coach and I can't wait to see what this season holds in store. Um, 
with him coaching me. Also, I feel like that plays a role in this whole fitness journey too as well that I want to take. To be more healthy, I feel like I'm going to have to learn to coach myself because I'm not going to have a seventh period coach, you know, helping me every day, every step of the way. I'm going to have to learn how to do that on my own. And that's something that's difficult. But I mean, I'm up for the challenge. We'll see. We'll see as we go along. Anywho, that's everything on Coach Jesus. I love Coach Jesus. Just even the phrase Coach Jesus, like, I mean, it sounds like we're saying like we need to coach Jesus, which we don't, but just coach Jesus. Like I could call him Coach J, Coach J. Like I feel like that's just something like you walking around a school and you're like, oh, did y'all go to Coach J's today? Or like, did y'all go to Coach? I'm I'm about to go to Coach J's room. Like I just, oop, oop. I love Coach Jesus. Anywho, on to the video commentary. So. Whew. This video commentary is so interesting. I feel like I'm just jumping all around the place, but like this is kind of just a catch-all episode. Like this is an episode of like things that I've been thinking about that I've been wanting to get off my chest that now I can finally get off my chest. And also I want to say, why am I talking so fast? Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. I need to slow down. I need to slow down. Okay. Um, <laughs> isn't that the third time I told myself that today? Second or third time. I don't know. Anywho, this is like a catch-all episode because I wanted to get all of my ideas recorded before school started and tomorrow's Sunday and then after that is Monday and then after that I start school. So that's going to be fun. Um, But I wanted to, yeah, get all of, like I had a bunch of ideas that I had written down and so I finally am able to tackle them now, which is what I'm doing today. Well, I did a couple of them this week, but the one that I'm doing today tackled two of those. Um, my last two, my remaining two, but then also I wanted to give an update as to where I am right now um, because I was actually inspired by this podcast I was listening today to today by Emily P. Freeman where she was talking about where are you now and I was like girl I don't know where I am right now but I want to figure that out and so I was thinking about that but I also didn't dwell too long on it because you know I don't know actually I know exactly why I didn't dwell too long on it because there was a verse that I heard or read in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 20 that says, They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And I really, that stood out to me because I reflect so much on my life. I reflect on the present. I reflect on the past. And I'm always thinking about the future. And God just convicted me through that through that passage, I mean through that scripture. And he made me think like, Why am I reflecting so much when God is occupying my heart with so much happiness that I can think about right now? Like so many things to be grateful for. And it's like I should reflect because reflection is important, but I don't want overanalyzation to become something that's so a part of my life. You know what I mean? Like I want to be occupied with what God, like with the joys that God has for me now. And so I'm not, I'm trying hard. I'm really trying hard right now. Actually, it's really difficult to uh oh. oh i guess it's still recording but i don't know i don't know if it's still recording but oh <gasps> oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh oh okay i'm sorry y'all that was such a random thing but like my mom was calling me so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna stop this and i'm going to pick it back up 
um, and we'll head over to the next segment. If you could see my hands right now, I have my hands kind of in the shape of a box, a little bit spread apart. My fingers are all spread apart and I am moving from the left to the right, dragging my hand across the air. As I am saying, we're going to pick it up in the next segment. If you're following, you're following. If you're not, you're not. And if you aren't able to follow me right now, I honestly don't even know what to say to you. I don't have the vocabulary to explain. Um, all of which we will come back to in the next part of this segment. Um, I'll talk to y'all then. Okay, y'all, I'm back. I had to spend some time with the family and have a little conversation with people. Um, so yeah, video commentary. Let's see, where's my notes? Okay, so I have a couple videos. I think it's like four videos. So the first video that I want to, well, first before I comment, I want to say, I think it's so important to watch and listen to godly content because I feel like it inspires me to do better. Like every time I see someone else doing something, I'm like, oh, I want to do that in my relationship with God. Or like, I want to pursue that in my relationship with God too. And so it just helps me to walk better, I feel like. And so there's a couple of videos I wanted to comment on. And oh, look at me. I already linked it on here and everything. Um, so the first video I want to comment on is Karen's last um, death to self vlog. So she's been doing this series. This uh, lady that I watched, her name, well, her, her YouTube channel's name is King Cora, but her name is Karen. And she has been doing this like series of vlogs called Death to Self, where she's basically kind of um, renewing her relationship with Christ and she's now pursuing him and she's submitting her life to him and all that stuff like that and in this video she was hitting so many good points that she recommended this youth talk video which is a, a like group that she's a part of in her church and she also recommended the expectations video with the Metcalfs which are two videos I'm about to talk about because I also watch those but I just loved what she mentioned about her previous video so in this video she was basically talking about how her death to self like journey is still going to continue beyond the end of this vlog series. Um, however, she like is going to not no longer be doing this as a vlog series, but it's still going to be going on. And she was kind of just catching us up on like certain things. I really love her videos because I love the music that she puts in her videos. Like it's just spectacular. She always she always has some really good songs, and I'm like yes because I listen to those same artists. So it's really interesting to hear her music taste and see how it's similar to mine. Um, but she also puts me on to like some songs that I've either heard of before but forgot about or I've never heard of before but I like. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, okay, so she mentioned in her video that, oh wait, yeah, where was I going with this? Oh, so this was her last Death to Self video. Um, and so she was, yeah, talking about that and she was talking about her experience thus far and everything. And what I'm really excited about is to see the video that she's about to upload because she's about to go back to college. And so I want to see like, what are her videos going to look like now that she's in college, but she's also had this journey of like death to self. Like I want to, I want to see what those videos are going to be like. So I'm excited for that. Um, but one thing that she mentioned in this video which was something that Kamari and I had been talking about when we first found her death to self like series. Um, she said that in her previous video, she said that she felt like she had led people astray because of the videos that she used to make the content that she used to make, but she, but, whoa, whoa. but then I was thinking, I was like, 
but it's literally the grace of God that like even in that state of producing content that might not have been God glorifying God can still grace her walk so that others are inspired because because I saw her death to self vlog I went through her channel and I was looking for other videos to watch and then I was inspired to watch these well I was inspired by a couple of videos that I watched that weren't necessarily like the most wholesome like I would not show that to my kids but it inspired me to think in a different way than I had thought of before and it actually sparked me to do like a whole conversation about like stuff I had never really had a conversation about conversation with myself conversation with God and a conversation with my best friend and like it was things I had never really thought about before all because of her previous videos and so I just thought that was interesting that like even in our states of immaturity even in our states of like not actually fully giving ourselves to God God can still use those experiences he can still use those um things that we do to glorify himself and to give grace to other people and to ourselves I just thought that was so cool it's like it's just so cool to me okay and then I watched the youth talk video with with Karen in it so youth talk is like what they do at her church and it's like a like they kind of just have conversations and stuff like that um it's like a a group of people so in this video there was four people but I've seen other videos where there's like five or something like that so in this video there was four people and they were all talking about picking up your cross and yo when I tell you this was so good like I was listening to this while I was cleaning up I was like moving around the house so I wasn't actually watching the video I was listening to it more like a podcast type of thing um and I kid you not Samuel was dropping bangers every five seconds I was like this man is a pastor like this man is this man is going crazy he's a pastor like he was literally every five seconds he was saying something that I was like I need to write that down I need to write that down I love him oh my goodness but it was great seeing all of them be my age and or around my age and talking about life and concepts in such an insightful way and I just love like the ideas that they were bringing to the table and the perspectives that they were bringing to the table and it was just an interesting conversation to listen to like I don't know I I really loved it and I thought was I would highly suggest watching it because they bring up a lot of great points that I've thought about but never fully like expounded upon and they expounded upon it and I just loved it and I can't really describe it but I just loved it um and also another point that I wanted to say was I love African churches and I want to visit one more often because I just love the environment I love like um their like slang like the slang of different languages um the accents like I love it I love it so much the dialects the culture like I don't know like I really want to um visit like a Nigerian church or like something like that because it's just it seems so fun like I just like I said I love diversity so much I probably didn't say that but I love how I'm saying like I said as if I'm referencing back to something I already said but I didn't already say that so even though I didn't already say that like I said I love diversity and so yeah I just want to visit I want to visit one so bad because I feel like it would be so fun um I also love that her church does a podcast and I think that it's so interesting that Karen's now a part of her church's social media ministry because she already is an influencer like she's already doing YouTube and she has been doing YouTube for a while and 
she already has her own podcast and stuff like that. So I think it's so cool that she's now able to be a part of a ministry that's reaching people for the glory of God, still doing something that she loves to do and enjoys doing. Um, and I feel like that's how God works. Like he allows us to do the things that we love to do, but in glorification of him, which is always so awesome. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and that was something that I noted, like she's able to now use her gifts, her talents, her interests for the glory of God in her church is beautiful. And it inspired me to find a church that I can be plugged into, that I can kind of go um, deeper with like that as well, so that I can like also be a part of like ministry or something like that in some way now granted this season of my life is not very conducive to that being that I am moving around a bit and I also have a lot on me already so I already told myself that this season is not going to be for me to really dive deep into ministry like I've, I've already I already know that that's not that's not going to happen my goal this semester is to find a church that I can go to frequently actually I really don't even have that as a goal my goal is just to experience churches like I just want to experience different ways and different like different ways that churches work like I just want to go to a bunch of different churches and really just church hop like I want to do that I want to visit different churches and see how they worship and you know I I want to be yeah that's what I want to do this semester one day I'm going to be a part of a ministry and plugged in and all stuff like that but as for me right now that's not really the goal um, well, to be plugged in to some degree, like to be plugged in, um, but I'm not going to be like fully invested in fully ministering like that because that responsibility, I don't have the uh, time or energy for to take on an extra responsibility this semester. Anyway, that's enough on that. I also loved how they emphasized prayer in their their discussion because I feel like that's something I need to work on. Like, I really need to work on true prayer, not just mindlessly repeating the same things over and over again. Like, genuine prayer, powerful prayer. That's something I need to work on again. And um, it was literally that day that I had watched that, that I had tried to pray, and I felt so fatigued. Like, I haven't really prayed in a long time. And so when I was trying to pray, I was easily distracted, easily fatigued, easily tired out. And I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, this is why I need a coach. Not me calling back to Coach Jesus, but yes, me calling back to Coach Jesus. Because as I mentioned earlier, Coach Jesus, I feel like there's something going on with Coach Jesus and I uh, this this fall. And it might have to do with prayer. He might be coaching me in prayer. I don't know yet. But I realized I was so fatigued. I felt it, it reminded me of like when you worked out for so long and then you just stop working out and then you don't even know where to start. And then you feel like a failure because you haven't done anything. But then you also don't really remember where to start. And then you try to start, but then you go and you do you try to be like how you were before. But then you don't have the muscle strength for that or the stamina for that. So then you just feel even more like a failure because you didn't start off sl slow and incremental. You started off trying to carry the heaviest load. And it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. I felt exactly like that in my prayer life. And I was like, uh-uh. So I just thought it was interesting that they were emphasizing prayer. And that was exactly what I needed to be reminded of because my prayer life has been lacking. Um, so that was that video. I would highly suggest watching that because that was so good. And then 
from another video um, that I want to comment on. Now, this video is my favorite. <laughs> okay, so this was one, well, it's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. So it was Expectations with the Metcalfs, and I, can I just say, so Charles Metcalf and his wife, I remember them because I used to watch um, Pastor Mike Todd all the time, and Charles Metcalf was someone who frequently, like, frequented their church and frequented, uh, like, he frequently um, preached at their church and stuff like that. And I loved him. I thought he was cool, you know, all that stuff like that. But like I said, I have really been getting out of listening to pastors. Like, I have not listened to pastors in a long time just because I was in a stage of needing to reflect on my own self that I just felt like I couldn't input anymore, input anymore. And then I was also feeling a little bit of burnout from the church especially since the church that I was going to kind of burnt us out and then the church that I went to after we got burnt out of our own our old church the like new church that we were going to new life it felt like I wasn't really having a connection so it just felt like I couldn't I just really didn't want to listen to pastors but I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I was listening to a lot of like life channels so I was listening to a lot of people discussing their godly lives but not necessarily pastors. And I feel like that was what was needed for that season. But now I'm finding myself really wanting to hear preaching again and really wanting to hear sound doctrine and really wanting to hear people talking and discussing in group settings. So for example, the youth talk video was like a group setting, but also the expectations with the Medcalfs video was a group setting as well. And I just love how much practical advice that he that they gave for singles like both him and his wife they gave such practical advice that I was like whoa <laughs> like most people especially Christians they give terrible advice when it comes to actually being single and content with singleness while also serving God like and the way that it, I don't even remember exactly what they said but just watch it for yourself because it was so good um, but I'm going to have to go back and take notes on that because it was something I felt was truly representative of the young single experience, like the young adult single experience, what it's like to be single and be a young adult. And I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like I connected to what they were saying. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and I also like how they went through different seasons, too. So it wasn't just they weren't just talking about singleness, but they were also talking about like different stages of life but I felt like I could take away little tidbits that were applicable um from each stage and age of life which I thought was interesting and then um one thing that Charles Metcalf said was anything you're in can only be as healthy as you are and I was like when he said that I was just thrown to the side I was like whoa <laughs> I was like who is this guy like this is the most amazing quote I've ever heard because it's so true like if you think about it anything you're in can only be as healthy as you are so if I'm in a relationship my relationship can only be as healthy as I am my friendships can only be as healthy as I am my student teacher relationships can only be as healthy as I am like all of that is dependent on my health because my health impacts my actions and it made me realize that like that's why all of my friendships failed in the past because my friendships were only as healthy as I was and I wasn't healthy. I looked healthy. I was fit physically, but spiritually, emotionally, I was not healthy. Mentally, I was not healthy. And now I'm learning 
how to be healthy and gain health in those areas and now I'm finding that my friendships are more sustaining they're lasting longer I'm finding that my friendships are more intentional that my friendships are more like we get in my friendships we're giving each other the space to grow and the grace to grow like all of my friendships are healthier because I'm healthier now like I'm becoming healthier and I'm just like so happy about that like that just makes me say thank you lord like even though I'm not where I want to be I am definitely healthier than I was was before and I just think that's so cool that he mentioned anything that you're in can only be as healthy as you are when I'm a teacher I can only my my ability to teach my relationship with the students in the classroom all of that is dependent upon how healthy I am as an individual my relationship with other people in work settings all that stuff like that is only as healthy as I am and that just is so interesting because it takes the blame off of other people you can blame people for certain things but you can't blame everyone for everything and so if your relationships are failing if your friendships are failing if your work relationships are failing anything you might have to consider what's the what's the root cause is does it have to do with me how healthy am I is the question we really should be asking if all of these things around us are failing, if all of these things around us are negative, we shouldn't just say, oh, I'm just cutting negative people off. Because I used to think like that. I used to be like, oh my gosh, all these people are so toxic in my life. I need to cut them off. Da-da-da-da-da. Lo and behold, I was the one being toxic. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. Yes, I did that. And you would do it too if you didn't know. Um, <laughs> I did that. Um, and so my relationships were only as healthy as I was. And so therefore all my relationships were toxic relationships, were imbalanced relationships, were unhealthy relationships because I was toxic, I was unbalanced, I was not healthy. And so it can only be that. And I just was like, yo, Charles, you're on it. Um, I was gonna call him Chuck, but I don't know where the nickname Chuck comes from. Like, how did it go from Charles to calling someone Chuck? Also, can I say, I love the name Charles for some reason. It just rolls off the tongue. And there's another YouTuber that I watch who her boyfriend's name is Charles. And I kind of just like like his like vibe. Like he just seems very chill. And then this Charles seems very chill. And so it's just like I just like the name. And then I like the people that are connected to the name that I've seen. Like I don't know any other Charles other than those two people. But I like the name because of those two people and because of just liking the name. Anywho. Charles, that's a cool name. I might have to write that one down for the books. I wouldn't name my child Charles. Oh, I might name my child Charles. I have to find the meaning behind it first. Could be a middle name. Anywho, I would highly, 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 highly recommend watching the video. Like I said, all of the links are going to be in the description. But I love... I wish y'all could see my face right now. I love this video. This video it was very impactful. Like I said, I don't know the specific, uh, exact specific things. I might even come back to that. Like after I take notes, I might even come back and tell y'all what was the specific things that impacted me. But I couldn't tell you right now. I really couldn't. I want to. I really do want to. I really wish I could. I, I wish I could draw it out of my mind, but I can't because I don't even remember. All I remember was it was just great. 
and that's it and you know what that's actually even better because then you get to watch it for yourself as opposed to hearing my opinion on it yeah even though this is supposed to be commentary but (laughs) um anywho finally the last video that i have that i want to share is this video with tabitha brown and her friend nick few and so they were going through and they were basically just discussing their relationship with one another because they call each other brother and sister and they were trying to go through and explain like how they're actually not blood like related brother and sister but that they are very close friends they're like brother and sister in christ and yo it was just such a funny video like they just cracked me up all the time every one of Tabitha Brown's videos is so uplifting and charismatic and funny and lighthearted and it's so joyful like I just love her joyful atmosphere and like you could tell that her and her family are close because her and her daughter Choice they do the like um very good Mondays and then her and Chance they do Fridays with Tab and Chance and then her and Nick Few they've had a couple videos together and like it's just so funny like to see her interacting with everybody but she their whole family is just funny um and so that was watching this video though and they were just sharing their kind of how they became close <laughs> they were sharing how they became close friends and it was just like i said an uplifting video a joyful video funny they always crack me up they do a lot like nick does a lot and so tabitha is always having to tell him like chill out like you do it too much and like she always talks about how he's cutting up but they really do act like brother and sister and I love their um relationship I love their dynamic and it made me think to myself like I have friends like that I'm so grateful for the friends that I have that are like that that like we are really like sister well I guess it wouldn't be brother and sister but for me it would be sister and sister because that's how me and Kamari are like we're definitely (laughs) literally sisters um even though we're not blood related I really do consider her like a sister to me because I mean we haven't fully like labeled it as like that's my sister but like I do know that like deep down on the inside she's a soul sister she's like my sister in Christ because we really are that close like we just yeah we're really close but I just love it I love sibling relationships like I love my siblings. I'm super close with my siblings. So anytime I see people who are very close, who consider each other siblings or are actually siblings, I just love that. Like I even watched these one YouTubers. I think her YouTube channel is like Your Mom Ashley or something like that. And her and her brother and sister are so close. And it's so funny because they remind me of me and my siblings. Because Ashley's the oldest. And then Amber's like the second oldest. And then... Andrew is like the last one and it's so funny because the way that they act is almost like me and my siblings like I'm the oldest my younger sister is like a little bit younger than me and then my younger brother is well younger than all of them of course but like the way that Andrew acts and his mannerism is so similar to how Isaac acts because they're like gamers but they're also into sports and da 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 anywho then the way that Amber acts which is the second youngest um no second oldest I mean she acts very similarly to my sister and that like she can kind of be sometimes like "Mm," like shy but she can also be like very outgoing if she wants to very talkative if she wants to um but Amber and Andrew are very close they're the 
like very close and that's how my sister and my brother are like they're very close they are closer than me and someone else but then we all like we all have different dynamics so it's not that like one of us is closer than the other one it just looks different in different ways but the way that amber and alec and why am i calling them alex (laughs) the way that amber and andrew like connect is very similar to how my brother and sister connect and so i think it's cool and i think it's cool that like you know the oldest one is like because ashley reminds me a lot of myself and so it's like oh my goodness i was like oh my gosh and so i love watching their channel just because like i love that sibling friend bond so anyway that's not this is not even a video this is not even like commenting on their video this is just talking about tabitha brown and nick few and their sibling type of relationship but i love brother and sister relationships and i love their relationship how close they are how they're so there for one another i appreciate that like i think that's always important another thing i really like is that chance is not jealous because <laughs> i know so many people who would be jealous of their significant other of their spouse having such a close relationship with someone of the opposite sex and so because tab and nick are so close it feels sometimes like ooh, should they be that close like should they be that like close with one another you know what i mean because you so often think like if two people are close they have to be dating they have to be married they have to like one another it's like no they could be close and not like one another and it's so funny because i remember in that video actually chance like walks in and they're like oh hey chance you know what i mean like they're all joking around one another but i was just thinking like in so many different scenarios especially with things like reality tv shows or anything like that like they would become jealous so quick that you know tap was with you know nick and they was talking and they was joking and all that stuff like that and i just think it's very mature to see a mature marriage in that and a mature relationship in that they're able to still be spouses and then still have friends and close connections with other people branching out to other people and being close with other people even if they're the opposite sex like that's just so so fascinating to me i like that i appreciate that um and so yeah another thing that really stood out to me in that video and this is something that i i quote a lot because it's a good analogy but Nick is a director and Tab is an actor. And so that's how they met because she was um, doing like one of the, she auditioned for something and he like, you know, felt like a, like a connection to her while she was auditioning. He was like, yeah, that's who I want to, for this part and stuff like that. And so, anywho, as they're, <laughs> as Tab is like, Tabitha is like performing um, or like, you know, like the lines and stuff like that she's like adding on to the line so he gave her the script and she's like adding on to the line and every time nick was like no stop he would like stop everything he'd be like no don't do that tab stop adding on um like extra stuff and so tab thought that she was really doing something she was over here adding on she so she was like i thought i was being funny like i thought it was i thought it was i thought it was good and Nick was like no every time you do it it just falls it just it does not work you should stop doing that and I thought that was so funny because it made me think of my relationship with God and that God gave me the script for this scene and I'm over here acting like Tabitha Brown trying to add on stuff that I think is funny or that I think should happen or that I think would be great and God is like 
it's falling every time you add on something it's not working it's not working that's not what i put in the script uh so follow the script like that's what it's there for like you know especially if you're the director like sometimes the director will be like i want you to improv in this scene or like i want you to add on to this but sometimes they're like nah bro just read the script because i know what's gonna happen in the future i know what's gonna what's gonna what this scene needs to look like so i need you to follow the script and that's what god is saying god is like i know what this scene needs to look like so quit improving let me let me give you the script and you just read the script and it's just so funny to like see hear them talk about that story and then see that analogy to my relationship with god and be incredibly inspired by that but anywho that's all the video commentary that i have for the day um yeah those were all the videos that i just really enjoyed recently that i really wanted to share and i thought were important to share and that's pretty much it grace and peace to everyone listening and until next time bye bye adios have a great day have a great night have a great evening have a great morning whatever time whatever place adios hasta luego hasta mañana i really need to look up another one Okay, anywho, goodbye.